0: friends, it's Sarah Mae, and this is an episode I've been wanting to do forever with my bestie, Alicia Martyr. Hey. <laughs> so she's actually who the reason I'm married, put it that way. Um, so we're doing an episode about sealing the deal, basically courtship practices. So just a heads up, this is kind of heterocentric, but hopefully you'll get something out of it, even if you're not straight, because it's for people basically to protect themselves, honor themselves, and show that that value to others in a way that allows them to fall in love. So Alicia is actually, I would say, the inspiration for me finding a soulmate, and she's very much a love guru. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's because you're a pragmatist, and I feel like you're really good at just making a plan for going after what you want. Thank so you. Before you, we get started, what would you what would you tell someone to look for in a relationship? Because I think a lot of people don't really know
1: what they're looking for and what they should look for. It's a tough question, but I'm, I'll go back to things that I uh, often say. When I did, I think I told, didn't I tell you to make a list? for that was one thing. I know that's You told like, me you made a list. I did and make a list. In college. And I was like, I'm going to
0: make that a thing. I did. That was. I call it the love list.
1: It, and, and that was sort of more to be conscious of what you are looking for, not to be something like a, a checklist of, oh, if you don't hit this, but to be more aware of what you want. And that was something that I did to sort of remind myself of what I wanted, but... Um one thing that I I always tell people in terms of what you're looking for is is finding someone that is willing to change and that sounds like so counterintuitive
0: mm. but
1: someone that doesn't think they're perfect the way they are because the thing is we're always evolving we're always changing and you know i'm i'm a firm believer in therapy and 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 and, hear, hear. and yes and constantly working on yourself and i found that that women and and good friends that have had the most issues with their their man is is someone that's like you know what i'm i'm good i'm perfect like i don't want to change and you know a marriage a relationship is constantly evolving you as a person are constantly evolving so being with someone that is open to growing and and getting better and bettering themselves and trying to be better for you and for themselves, you know, is it to me. I've just it naturally is something that I think has been very helpful. When I, I sort of I used to say that my relationships were like I, I was very proud of my relationships because they were, each was like an internship. Like I learned something <laughs> at each one, and then I would move on to the next boyfriend, and I would take my learnings from the last one and then move on to the next. Um, but you know that was just sort of something that I I learned and that I've I've just noticed has been super helpful. You know, in my husband now, not like my husband, but I only have one husband. But I say <laughs> my husband, you know, uh, is is very open. You know, neither of us think that we're perfect. We know we are flawed, and we know that we just want to get better. You know, as people, and we know that we're going to change. So it's just more like the red flag of someone if they're mm-hmm. like, you know, what I'm perfect or I'm good. I don't need to change. You know, and and. You know that to me is a red flag of like okay then how are they going to be when you have a problem with them they're going to tell you well you don't love me you know I'm yeah <laughs> I'm I'm happy the way I am I also remember
0: you telling me um, being able to talk about your feelings was like a huge plus yeah someone just being able to have that openness or insight to be able to say like I feel
1: blank yes emotional availability which I feel like I learned about myself that I didn't. Date men that were emotionally available back back when so I was younger. Many of us don't. Yes, because I and I think it was a self it was, it was self defense. You know, it was like it was protective. I wasn't ready to share my feelings. I wasn't you know so I I wasn't emotionally available myself or, or in, in touch with my feelings. And then as soon as I I I did get in touch with them, you know, I started to be like, wow, I can't believe I'm dating these guys that literally have trouble saying I love you and have trouble like trouble expressing themselves to me, and that I'd be happy if they just you know it would you know. Uh, And my husband says this now that, like, a really difficult thing is, you know, around Valentine's Day or, you know, or when your guys are buying cards and all these cards are saying, like, I know I never express myself, but I love you. (laughs) And my husband's like, oh, it must be such a bummer for guys that never do that, that this is the one day they have to get a card. And he's like, none of these cards, you know, really spoke to me because I do say I love you. I do express exactly why I love you. And, and you know, having someone that fully – someone that fully understands – you and why they love you and is able to tell you that is, like, it's like watering a plant. Like, you need to be watered, and they need, you know, and that is something about watering you, is someone to be able to tell you, like, how great you are and how fantastic you are. Well, here's the other thing that I, like, feel like the light bulb you gave me was,
0: because I was at the time dating somebody that did, was, like, the card buyer guy. It was, mm-hmm. like, once a year type of thing. And then I remember just, like, listening to you on the phone with, Your husband and being like, I want that. And you were (laughs) like, why don't you have that? And I'm like, "Uh, I I don't think I can. You're like, you should have that. I didn't ever realize you could look for that, deliberately seek out people that are like that. And I just never put it on my, like, priorities list because I just didn't think it existed. And I feel like so many people don't believe it exists, and therefore they don't even look for it. They don't look for a person that's like, all the things they want, like, you know, is able to express love to them that puts them on a pedestal that, like, gushes to them. Like, that – those could be things you look for in somebody that I personally was just like, huh? I I can have those things, but I, I can't ask those things. And you're like, yeah, you should. You should ask for all of those things. Like, who are you? You should ask for somebody that's just like you.
1: And I was like, oh, really? I couldn't believe, because I was like, I worship Sarah. I know mean, all of you <laughs> who listening do, too. So I was like, you deserve the best. I mean, I believe everyone deserves the best. Everyone, sh- like, we are queens. I mean, and, you know, we just, everyone deserves, you should both feel, you and your partner should feel like you guys lucked out, you know? And so each of you should be that way. And, you know... If you're both operating to make the other one happy, you both are going to end up happy. If you totally. both are like, yes, you have to make yourself happy, but if you're if you're trying to look out for the other person and you're thinking in your day, okay, what can I do that would be nice for them, you ultimately will both win out. But if only one of you is doing it, that's when you got you got some issues. Yeah, eventually you become resentful. Yes. Okay, so
0: let's talk about the dating stage because mm-hmm. um, you helped me a lot in this department. So I'm going to set the stage for everyone listening. I did not want to date. I did not want to go on OkCupid. I didn't want to go on, like, you know, dating apps because I was like, that's just not me. And then Alicia
1: would send me basically invitations to weddings she was going to. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was. I was like, I'm. they met on uh, Plenty of Fish. Or, like, I was like, yeah. they, these guys met on – like, I kept – You're like, just like, saying. I'm just, like, come on. Saying. It's this century. This is how you meet people. Like, you I don't – you know, I'm like, you're not going to bars and that would be a great place. But you can't – like, it just – I also believe you got to be open to the universe. Like, the, the universe is – You tell the universe what you want, and if you are open to saying, I will meet them anywhere, then you will meet them anywhere. But if you tell the universe, I only have three places where I've decided where I'm going to meet my, you know, the guy of my dreams, well, then be like, fine, I'm going to pick another three places. Like, it's it's just – it's not going to – it's going to fight – that if you're open, the universe opens up. If you close, the universe closes up. That's totally just what I believe, and that's Alicia belief system.
0: <laughs> well, so then I had to I'd work my way up there. I got wasted one night with my friend Nathan, and then he was on, okay, keep it. And I was like, okay, let's turn it up. And then I got a dick pic, and I was like, and I'm done. <laughs> but then a week later, I signed, or a month later, I signed up, and I was like, all right. So then the other thing you told me was just treat it like a job. And you only I think a lot of people told me that, one. yeah, just be aggressive, <laughs> constantly swiping, like diligently. Yeah, totally. And need one. And um, so, what would you say <laughs> to any person that's, let's say, they are in the swiping stage and they're on there, a lot of first dates? What would you say are like mandatories for a person that you might approve of if you're gonna go out on a date with them, like profile wise?
1: I mean it's tough cuz I haven't done online dating but I but I you did I,
0: read through mine like helped me read I through. did
1: okay and I and I mean you were I think you told me like he likes his mom oh and <laughs> sense of humor like there were some very key like I think authenticity was another one right i was like self-deprecating but that's just my na- my natural state but mm-hmm. yeah a sense of humor um is always great I, I i also feel like not to 100% judge a picture i know that sounds so counterintuitive, oh my God, so true. but it's so like true. you know, energy. Someone's energy in a room is so different. Like, I mean, I have it like fills them up in in like it's the shape so of so different. Yeah. And it's like, and and then also, you know, they don't they put up some photo that might not feel like them, but they think it's a good one. It's like it, there's just too much there that if you like what they're writing, I 100 percent would say go you know go on that date and try it like. All, the worst that can happen is you just you go home I mean it's like it you know the the benefits outweigh the negatives I feel like mm-hmm. and I do have a a friend that that in treating it like a job she basically set up an entire week of of what you call interviews or dates. And it was like, every day she had a date so that you don't make it so precious. It's just like, don't like obsess over one and just, and make him everything and build him up. It's like, no, set, do five. do Or do one in the morning, one at night. Like just do, you know, because it, it's about getting to know someone. And, and yes, I know we end up knowing pretty quickly whether someone works or doesn't for mm-hmm. us, you know, and whether we could potentially see a future. So might as well just like get through as many as you can. and uh, And so I think... You usually have a good idea in your gut, I'd say, to check in with yourself, you know, not necessarily on pictures, but on their write-up. And and if they feel like someone, you you know, they always say, or I've heard this a long time ago, but a marriage is like a 30-year conversation. And it's like, if it's someone that feels like you could have a 30-year conversation with, um, then, then, you know, or that you just want to talk to, try not to get obsessed with the photo and try to be like, just try to be open, you know, and say, okay, maybe, you know, because you just... I, I I wouldn't say, like, you know, plenty of the guys that I dated, I, don't, I wouldn't say that they, like, they took, took a great photo. But, like, they were very attractive to me. And mm-hmm. attractive is different than good looking, you know? Totally. Attractive is that energy that pulls you to them and... Um, my husband always makes fun of an ex-boyfriend that I had because he's just like, oh, my God, he's so not – not he's just not cute. I'm like, he was very attractive. Like, I – I, and I'm like, I can't – you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and other girls would say he's cute, but my husband just, just does not think he's so. He's allowed to say yeah. that. <laughs> um, is, do you have any rules
0: or do you think there should be any rules for gender specifically on planning it, where it should be, who should pay, any of that stuff?
1: I mean, I know we're, you know – I guess, like, I feel like a lot of things come back to, like, the sort of primal thing that, that I do think happens in which, like, the man kind of... I, I do think this is just just in some ways from nature that they want to feel like they are hunting and that they are taking care of. And and there is a lot of that. Um, so I don't... But I think that it's whatever someone feels comfortable with. Because if you're going to say, like, no, that's not me to my core. I want to split it. I want that, you know, I get that too. So I, I, I don't have any, like hard and fast rules on that i'd say more the hard and fast rule of the primal thing is more the like i think the man should chase like i think mm-hmm. they're the like because i do think if you chase them you'll regret it because i don't think that's the way things are set up in terms of like i you know like 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 a tiger needs to hunt for its meat like it's it's the same way that i think like the bachelorette and like while the bachelorette season like always seems works way much more than the bachelor season because that's sort of Men are all hunting for their that one prize, that one woman. Where in the Bachelor season, it's all these, it's a bunch of women hunting for one guy, and that's just like a hot mess. And the guy's just like, "Well, I got look, look how many women I got. Like I, I'm just <laughs> gonna go get more. Like I, I'm not gonna sit with just one." But the guys feel like they won a prize if it's all the guys fighting for one. Anyway, yeah. I totally got off track. I'm sorry. No, about but that.
0: <laughs> I feel like you could translate that to like, um, I mean, there's that book, uh, Derrida, or I think his name is Derrida. The Way of the Superior Man, which is, like, basically about, like, in all po- in all balanced sexual relationships, one person is the one that does all of the action or is the aggressor, and then the other person has to be the recipient and very, like, passive. And that's what kind of creates attraction. So I feel like that's totally valid, even if it is, you know, if, if it's like the woman could be the aggressor or, or you know. It, I feel like it could change roles depending on the person. But yeah. I think, yeah, you when you chase someone you have like a also a perception of value that is way more attractive
1: right and when, it's then yeah. when
0: yeah then when you're like when someone's giving you everything. And I'd free. say it's
1: like, it's it's a temporary time. I know there are a lot of people that'll come out and be like, you know, like I just want to be me and I just want to like, I just, I don't want them to chase me. Like I'm going to, I don't want to play games. I don't play games. Oh, that, people, that's the yeah. thing. That. I don't want to play games. And I'm like, it's not a game. It's sort of, it, it, it's something that's instilled in us that like we're. It's like a it's, dance. A, yeah, a dance, a nice fun dance, but it doesn't last forever. It's not, um, but you are setting up parameters of how you want to be treated and it, i think it's it just gets confused with games and it's and it you know it's more just how you're teaching them your worth you're teaching them your value and It may not feel like that, but that is what you're teaching them. You're teaching them that you have a wonderful, awesome life. When you don't call them back immediately, it's because you're so fucking fantastic (laughs) that you are busy and you got stuff to do, and you're teaching them like and this will this will be instilled in them for life that like they need to respect your time and that your time is precious and and that you you have plenty to do without them. But and and that is something that they will learn and, and keep with them. But if you show them right off the bat that like you're willing to just drop everything for them immediately, you're telling them that you you have lower value and you don't value yourself as much because yeah you just want them. And you can do and they can do whatever they want. Right. And it's and like you'll accept it. So it's like it's it's it seems, yeah, counterintuitive. You're like, no, I just want to be honest and I just want to talk to him so I'm going to call them right back. But you know, I, I do think patience and knowing that that it's just a it's a temporary time where you're getting to know each other and setting up parameters for like how you want to be treated and it's like an education it's like training a puppy mm-hmm. <laughs> then, totally and and once you train that puppy the puppy's trained and then it's fine and then then you they then yes you can call them all you want once you guys have established that you are in a monogamous relationship you can go crazy and you it, you know what I mean then then it's fine but what, before you've established that and you before you and, and they're just trying to evaluate whether you're right for them you do have to kind of be you know dangling the meat you can't just throw the meat into the cage you know <laughs> you got to make them want it got to dangle that meat yeah. <laughs> I like a lot of metaphors <laughs>
0: I like the dangling meat <laughs> So what if a person what if you're dating somebody you're doing that like I've got stuff to do and I'm amazing and then it's things are great, but then you get the, I don't know if I want a commitment. I just don't. I feel like, like, the person basically
1: doesn't want to be monogamous. Hmm. I'm trying to think the advice that I would probably give. I guess it depends on, if they, I mean, if they are like, cutting it off, or they're just saying, I want to see other they're people. They're like, yeah.
0: They're like, well, but wait, let's just, uh, you know, keep our, uh, this is good. This is, what we've got is good.
1: Well, if you want to be in a monogamous relationship, then, I mean, that is essentially where it ends. Now, it doesn't mean that it will end, because I do think if you can stand your ground a lot of times and say, look, like I So true. I wanna be with you and only you, but like I'm not about being in an open relationship. So 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 you have to like, you know, <laughs> grab your balls and just say, Look, I I'm this is not for me. Like and and let them go and and a lot of times if you can show that strength and show that like you know instead of being like i mean maybe and we'll just be like cool friends and then hoping that like they won't sleep with someone else but then they do sometimes and then like or you
0: just don't know because it's never brought
1: up no it's like, like d- don't ask me about my business right it's like you got that is like the most toxic relationship to be in and it's so toxic for you it just it's awful i wouldn't wish that upon anyone so it and that's sort of part of the the thing is standing up for yourself and saying you know what no that doesn't work for me um you know and if you want to be monogamous like I'm here but like if you don't I'm I'm definitely not here and that's like you know it it it's a shitty position to be in um and I, all of us have been in it and you know it's it's just not something that um you should stand for because it's just a it's a slippery terrible road down that one you know of mm-hmm. a guy just never really committing
0: and if somebody has a track record, listen to it. <laughs> Don't believe that it's going to change just because you want it to. And just because they say they're going to change. Yeah. Okay, let's say we found a good person, a person we like. We had a great first date, and we just got the first text. Mm-hmm. How long do
1: you wait? <laughs> <laughs> and the, so we went on the first date, and then the text came. Let's like, say, how soon did the text come? Let's say come? it came the next day next day I always say and I told Sarah this too that you never respond right away like never and she would like I think you gave me a 12 hour Yeah, well I like was it 12 (laughs) hour for the first was it the first one was 12 I feel like I gave you a little more than that didn't I I, no like less than that like the end of day or something like yeah I said a couple. Wait as long as you can. This sounds terrible, and it sounds really painful because you're like so excited, like oh my god, are they gonna like? Are they gonna f- think I don't like them? And like, it's fine if they think you don't like them. That is actually like that's just that's salt on the steak. That's like that's marinating the steak <laughs> in like some nice juices. Like they are, tenderize that it's meat. It's tenderizing the meat. It's like you are just making you so much more of a prize to be won. Um, but you know, and it's just you're, you. All, I kept telling Sarah, like, you just you are so busy. You have a, such an awesome life, and maybe <laughs> he can fit into it, just maybe. But you are awesome, and like, and so it, it just makes them more appreciative of your time and when they get you. So when you do write back, you also I always also tell her like she would want to write these like long paragraphs. I'm like, no, uh, uh-uh. you got to you got to write like <laughs> way less, way less, because it's about once again, you're busy, you're awesome, and keep them wanting more. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: So true. And then I also think you told me, because I was like, how come he doesn't just call? And you're like, because you're texting back. Right. right. You have to cut that off if you want to talk on the phone. Right. That's why I was like, not, if like, you. are like controlling the, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because we, I remember that. It was like. The longer text you write, the, then the more you're just going to keep writing texts. Mm-hmm. So if you can be vague, too, like, in the text of, like, uh, not sure, or, like, you know, not not writing really long text back, but, like, uh, I don't know, give me a call, or I don't know, like, right. call me, uh, I'll be around it, you can give me a call then. Like, you know, just trying to get the conversation, you know, to the, to the phone, because, honestly, I know we're in text age, and this is, like, but... I, it's It just doesn't become as you know, want to get you want to get to know someone more, and talking to them on the phone really does help you like understand them better. They emote better. You can like understand context, because, like, I mean, you end up def- like we try to take apart a text, like, well, what does this word mean? and what is and I you're know like, what is uh, this it's, emoji mean? Yeah, it's like I mean, it's, it's, it's that's also a slippery slope that if you can try to get them onto the phone and just sort of like, I forget, I, I feel like I think I, I told you to just be really vague when he would text you. And if he was just like, you know, what's going on? It's like, oh, just give me a call. I, I I can't, I can't text. Like I can, you know, and just sort of let him know that like you're available by phone. But, um, you know, because it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like texting has helped us in some ways and hurt us in others in terms totally. of relationships. I think it's like made people who are already kind of afraid of intimacy,
0: like more comfortable in exactly. that. So they stay more distant. Yep. Okay. How to put a ring on it. So this is generalizing because it's targeted at those who actually want to get married. But let's say you've been dating for a year, maybe a year and a half, and you want to get married. What do you do?
1: Um, this, this is a tried and true. There's a couple things, um, that I didn't even realize I gave this advice, but to two friends that one that just got married and one that is, uh, engaged getting married in October, but both of the, record, see that? Yeah, yeah but I don't even know that I did this, but they were like, Alicia, don't you remember you sat me down and told me to give, you know, my fiance a date? Like, so this is something that I've said, I guess, numerous times, but, um, and I think I'm just passionate about these things. So that's why I do it. But cause I just believe so strongly in my own weird beliefs, but, um, uh, you know, I think it's really important to be on the same page with your significant other and communicate. So if you want to get married, and also give them a timeline. So you sit them down, you know, say, Bob, your boyfriend, and say, Bob, you know what? I really want to be married. Do you want to be married? And, you know, you're, you're probably on the same page. So Bob's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I love you. I mean, yeah, okay. One day, yeah. One day, yeah, someday. Like, okay. So, Bob, I want to be married within the next six months, or I want to be married in the next year. So, hey, it's uh, we're in, what are we, in March? Okay, so by uh, you know March of next year, um, I would like to be engaged. Now, I don't, you know, is, does that sound good to you, Bob? And if Bob says yes, you know, then you're on the same page. Bob's like, I don't know, that seems soon. I'll be like, okay, then Bob, when do you see us being? Because you know, when do you see us being engaged? Um, but if Bob does say yes, um, but it's it, it, you know, then you you can be quiet about the ring. It's like you can send him, be like, okay, Bob, I'm going to send you some images of rings, or. Uh, I'd like to go looking for a ring and then I will stop talking about it. And then you have a year, you know, but it's it's getting on that same page. That it's having that conversation and having them be aware that there's a timeline um, and that you're aware that that you guys are in this together and that there is a path and there is a plan. Um, and both my friends, yes, and, and trust me, the guys will take until that last minute. So like if you, you really have to be ready to wait until March, because if you are not, they will probably go till... Like I mean, literally, sometimes they may take a month after, but like they will go up until the very last minute. Um, so you need to really be okay with waiting until then. Um, but they may be just happy if because I know a lot of men will complain that women just won't shut up about trying to get married, and then you're all resentful, and that sucks. That's a terrible position of being like, when are you going to put a ring on it? Like, no girl wants to be doing that, but we all did it. So it's that I think is like a um, a good way to just all both be on the same page. Um and, and make sure that, you know, uh it's just it's the conversation and because you'll just be guessing and hoping and you're always you're never on the same page if you don't talk about it. So this
0: is uh another scenario I know you feel passionately about, but let's say the guy's like, Well, let's just, you know, move in together and <laughs> then we'll figure out Let know, me just get my
1: soapbox figured out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the moving in together <laughs> part? Um, so I tell every person, every girl that's like, oh, we're just going to move in and see how it goes. I'm like, do not move in. If you want to get engaged, do not move in. I repeat, do not move in with your boyfriend. This does not mean you will not eventually get engaged. I just mean that if you want it to happen as fast as possible, I do not believe moving in with someone is going to make that path be the fastest possible. And I know that from numerous people that it has happened to. And yes, they some of them ultimately got engaged, but it took way longer than, you know, for me, the, the because look, if if guys don't want to change anything if it's if it's working already. So if you live with them and they're like, look, everything's great, we're living together, it's awesome, they don't want to change anything. So bringing in a ring into that co- that conversation and money for a wedding, they're like, no, like I already have everything I need. But you don't have everything you need. So if you hold something off, like moving in, like they see moving in as, oh, I, I would like her to live here. And I would like to save money with us living together. And you're like, well, I will do that when we are engaged. And it is something for you to hold on to um, that, you know, that they can't have until they do. And it's it's a, um, it's, it just, to me, I just, it, it worked for me. And, and then people will also say, like, look. You know, well, I want to get to know him. You know, I want to live with him and know we can live together. Well, you have a pretty good idea that you can live together. If you've been sleeping over there and they've been sleeping over at your place, like, you have a good idea. Plus, have a long engagement then. Like, be engaged for a long time. Move in when you're engaged. And then, you know, you can see it, – it's fine. Trust me. It'll be fine. But I think that's just excuses people bring up to be like, well, I don't – how will we know? Like, you know. You sleep in their bed all the time. You're always there. You know. <laughs> um, and – How
0: would you say that somebody – well, how would someone know – let's say this person doesn't want to commit or you don't want the same things. One person doesn't believe in marriage. What do you think would be reason to break up?
1: If they don't believe in – well, you're saying you're not trying
0: to get married. Well, let's say you want to get married or you want certain things and they don't. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're, like, stuck in a relationship where you're not getting what you want. How do you know if you should let go of a relationship? Because I know a lot of people that kind of stick around, like, hoping or, you know, maybe they'll change. Maybe they'll change. and Or it's not bad enough for them to actually walk away. And it's kind of like you get stuck in a holding pattern.
1: I think that it's hard for people to see how bad it is. People never think it's bad, but it's always way worse. (laughs) Because it's
0: like you get so (laughs) used to it and it's so much easier to stay, like, safe in something you know.
1: Right. And I think people, they underestimate the like their happiness, like, or overestimate their happiness. I think they know they're not happy, but they like sort of underestimate their pain. Or like, oh, you know, I'm fine. And like, they're they're like it's miserable, you know. And and you deserve to be happy. You deserve, you know, to have the best life and everything that you want in a, in a relationship. And if getting married is something you want, and your significant other doesn't want it, um, you know. That that's something that like I, I think only you can really know, but I would probably say it's something that you'd have to walk away from. If if, if that's you know we all have kind of some deal breakers, and they're called deal breakers for a reason. You got to break the deal. Like yeah. if, if like if it's a deal breaker, then it means you end the relationship. And yes, it's painful and hard, but you know, some of the best things come out of the most pain. You know, if you can get past that pain, you can find something so much better on the other side. Totally. Like Um, the best internship ever. Yes, the best internship. So, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, and then the other question I had was, so how would you say what should the what what should a relationship bring out in you like a good relationship? How should it make you feel?
1: The best relationship makes you the best version of yourself that you possibly can. I, I've I've had boyfriends before that made me feel like a terrible person. That I was like I feel like I'm always a bitch around them. I feel like I'm. They were constantly poking. I had like the poker boyfriend that would just like poke the bear, just constantly just coming <laughs> at me with stuff. Like just like would always make me kind of ornery and angry and just and. Um, you know, I, I believe that the best people make you the best version. Like they make you kinder and happier and want to be better and and see, and, your, see your good qualities. Yeah, like bring them out and bring them out more, so that you want to be more of that. You know, um, so I, if you don't like yourself around the person you're with, that to me is a red flag. It's like of you, you know, you need to take a step back and evaluate why. You know, what what are they doing or what are you doing around them? What are you know? What's going on with that communication that they're making you feel that way or that you're constantly, you know, and that that those become toxic relationships. I mean, they're... You know, it, it, it's, it's, there are family members that can be like that too. You know, it's it's a, it's a similar kind of thing. You have to kind of a, take a step back and evaluate it.
0: And choose people based on your gr- greatest strengths, like not the people that have your same baggage, like the people that have all the things you want more of in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's how you grow into more of your best self. Yeah. And I will say the reason I chose the soulmate path is because I got to watch Alicia and her husband on the phone and I saw what I wanted, which was like best friends that are respectful and very enthusiastic to talk to each other so I would say a great tool is to find a benchmark relationship like somebody that you could just witness and really get to witness for the first time what a good relationship is for a lot of people you don't see that you know you're, you're used to seeing what your parents are like or whatever but when you can actually see a really healthy positive relationship it's like so nice. it makes you really I you know <laughs> say like hey I want that I can have that for myself too. Um, Any other words of guidance for people out there who are are maybe in the dating pool feeling shitty about it because it sucks to date, let's be honest, and they're just looking for the love of their life and they don't believe they can find it? That's a,
1: t- that's a tall order, huh? <laughs> um, I think, and I, I think because I, I said it before, but being more open, being open to like where and when and how and why. And even with my husband, I had to be open to him. Like I wasn't sure about him. And that sounds crazy now, but I was like, he was just all about me. And I was like, okay, you're going a little too fast, a little too hot, too heavy. Like just simmer down, you know? And, 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 I, and I think I was also just, you know, uh, emotionally like, not ready. And, uh, so it took some time. So I I think that like being open to wherever you may meet them and, and, and honestly, like as a mantra, just saying, I'm open, I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, and, you know, and believing, you know, it's operating at that frequency of happiness. You know, like if they say everyone operates at different frequencies and, you know, when you're just like believing it will happen and and it's going to be okay. And, and, but you're still fantastic without it, you know, it's sort of like, Try to water your own can, Try or water your own flower. How does that work? Yeah. Another metaphor I'm totally screwing up, but like, you know, you're a plant and water yourself, do great things for yourself, you know, go, totally. you know, and, and, um, cause that, I think that like ultimately the happier you are, the happier the frequency you're operating at, and then, and then good things do come into your life, good people, good situations, good, you know. Um, but it's a tough, it's a tough world out there.
0: Well, and what did, so when you were like emotionally not ready, where, what did you do with that? Like when you were like, and I feel uncomfortable, I know this person's like really into me, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable. I went
1: to therapy. I, I actually was like, I, I think it brought up a lot of like just stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that I hadn't dealt with. And, um, I think that that was part of the time when I like, I realized that I had... Had a lot of relationships that were, um, you know, very closed off – that were very – the guys were very emotionally unavailable. And that's sort of who I had chosen to date because I had more control in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I kind of learned a lot about that. I went right to therapy. I, like, read books. I was like – and but my husband now uh, was – he he saw me trying. Like, he saw me uh, trying to do it. Um, and then I was like, look, I, I would tell him, I'm like, I, I you know, because he would say, I, I was so crazy. I would tell, one minute I'd tell him he's my best friend, the next I'd be like, we can't see each other this week. It's too much. It's too much. Because it was just, <laughs> I think he, he was so emotionally available and so knew he wanted to be with me. And that was a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be oh, like.
0: Sh- for real. It's like, oh, wow, this is happening. It's all in my front of my doorstep right now. Yeah, like, it's like, too much. What do I do with this?
1: Yeah. It just, and so therapy was a huge part of being able to like figure out why am I so overwhelmed by this? why am I, because I do like this guy, but why is him coming on strong, scaring me and 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 you know, and not putting it all on him, you know, mm-hmm. like I was like, what what this is bringing up so much in me? um, so I, I kind of I evaluate a lot of that. I cried, I did that, you know, like i like I, I worked through it, you know, and I think i I allowed myself to be loved the way that he loves me you know right. and i i don't think i was initially ready that's for it that's such yet. a good
0: part of it i forgot about that part of it
1: yeah not being
0: able to tolerate like someone showing you lots of love it feels very uncomfortable it was very not uncomfortable used for to me. it. yeah not used to receiving it i feel like yeah that's so so many people's experience is doing those types of things and then being like why am i a dick like just being like really like you know Opposites All of a sudden, like, get the fuck away or you're an asshole, like, for no reason. And then being like, why am I doing this? And I feel like, yeah, the next step of going to therapy, it's like, of course there's a, you know, something you got to work through. It doesn't end there. Just give yourself the opportunity to figure it out so that you're not, like, cutting off all of your positive relationships at that Mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. Because it's not – it doesn't have to define who you are. So, in closing, if you're (laughs) looking for love, get specific. Get confident, even fake confident, (laughs) and get honest. And, um, yeah, give people the room to show up for you because you're awesome. You are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alicia. Ah,
1: thank you. This was
0: fun. (laughs) I could talk all day. I know, right? (laughs) Um, And uh, don't forget to smile.